In the first reflection on Simon of Cyrene, we saw that his name was of Hebrew origin. It comes from the name Shimon, which means he has heard. And the root word for Shimon is derived from the Hebrew word Shalma, which means to hear intelligently or with attention. And so when we speak about hearing here, we're not just speaking about hearing a sound, but about paying attention to that sound. The idea is that the person who listens in this way does so with understanding and empathy. So when we read the story of Leah, who named her son Simeon, a derivative of the same word, she did so with the understanding that God had heard that she was unloved. And notice what God does when he responds. He reaches out to Leah in her need and gives her a son. And he also gives her the appreciation of her husband to whom she gave that son. And so the person who hears her this way is moved to respond in compassion and pity and support. Now, the question is this, why is it important that we underline the meaning of Simon's name here? Well, let's take a moment in this reflection to consider why his name is so important in this context. We've seen that God precisely timed the arrival of Simon to the place where Jesus carried his cross. We are also aware that the path he took into Jerusalem that day would lead him directly into the very heart of the scene. God had chosen Simon to be at the right place at the right time so that he would carry the cross of the Savior. And the question we ask ourselves is, why does God choose Simon in particular? While we can't pretend to know the, the mind of God in this matter, we do know that there is no coincidence that the man God chose was a man named Simon. God brought him to the right place and the right time. And of all people, he was chosen by the Roman soldier to carry the cross of Jesus. And so the burden of the crossbeam was placed upon the shoulders of a man by the name of Simon. His name means he has heard. That was a powerful statement. As Jesus goes to the cross, God is making a statement. Every event has been carefully planned by a sovereign God. The timing, the path Simon took, his name, all have their purpose in the mind of God. To all outward appearances, the picture is one of defeat. Jesus has been handed over to the Roman soldiers. The message he preached was, had been largely rejected by the masses. The people turned their backs on him as the Messiah. The religious leaders wanted to kill him. And as we watch the procession to Golgotha more carefully, however, we see things that are very easily missed. Simon is following Jesus to the place of the skull.
And if we open our eyes, we will see what God is saying. Simon, the man whose name means God has heard, is God's messenger. God is speaking through his name. God has heard. God has heard the cry of humanity in its sin. God has heard the crushing pain of agony under the effects of the fall. God has heard their cry. Now, when Jesus was crucified, Pilate put up a sign indicating that Jesus was the king of the Jews. That was not without coincidence either. But God, too, had his sign, and that sign followed behind Jesus all the way from Judgment Hall to the place where he laid down his life. That sign was a living billboard by the name of Simon, and all the way to the cross through Simon, God declared that he had heard the cries of his people. He heard it and was responding to their cry. He heard in the person of the Lord Jesus, who was on his way now to the place of the crucifixion. And to anyone who had eyes to see, God was declaring his compassion through that living billboard carrying the cross behind his son. God was declaring through Simon's name that prophecy was being fulfilled before their eyes. Now, it was very likely that the significance of Simon's name was lost to many. Likely Simon himself missed the point. Many in the crowd didn't even know Simon's name, let alone its significance at that time. But despite so many people missing the significance of this name, that silent word spoke, and God declared Christ to be the answer to the problem of sin. God had heard. And through the work of his son, generations of prayers had been heard. And God heard the cries of his people and was now bringing the solution. Simon's name bore witness to the purpose of God in the crucifixion of his son. The father God had heard and was now willing to pay the ultimate price for the redemption of his people. Now, there's another point that we need to understand or take note of before we conclude this study on Simon of Cyrene. Simon walked behind the Lord Jesus on the way to the cross. And he carried that cross beam on his shoulders as he did so. He represents you and me as the guilty ones who deserve to carry that cross ourselves. And the weight of that cross was placed on Simon's shoulders. It, it dug into him and wore him out. And he was driven at point of sword to the place of the skull. But notice what happens when they arrived at the place of the crosses. The soldiers came over to Simon. They reached out to him and undid the ropes that strapped his this beam to his outstretched arms. They took that beam, they carried the weight of it, and they walked over to Jesus, and they placed it on his shoulders, and they strapped that beam to his shoulders instead. 
And the weight of the cross was transferred completely from Simon over to Jesus. And Jesus takes the symbol of Simon's shame and, and carried it. He, he willingly laid down while some Roman soldiers attached this cross to his body. Simon watched it all take place. He watched them hammer in the nails, but, but Simon felt no pain. He, he, they, he watched them as they lifted up this Jesus on the beam that he himself had carried, but Simon felt no shame. All of that had been transferred to Jesus Christ, the pain, the shame, and Simon walks away free. All the penalty had been taken on Jesus Christ. Do you see what's happening here? Jesus was not guilty. Simon represents you and me as he carried that cross to Calvary. We should have died there. But there at Calvary, a great transfer took place. The full weight of shame was transferred to Jesus. He took the cross that I should have died on. He bore the shame and penalty in his own body. He died in my name and on my behalf. Jesus represented me on that cross as if I carried that cross to Calvary and transferred it over to him and he bore the sorrow he bore the shame he bore the penalty he bore it all for me and so when the transfer was complete Jesus laid down his life on Simon's behalf, on my behalf. He paid my debt. And in the books of heaven beside my name now is marked paid in full. Well, I did not pay it. It was paid for me. And so the payment book is now open. And I stand before the judge, and he tells me now that the penalty I dreaded was fully paid by his son, Jesus Christ. And he hands me a pen and points to the line on the page where my name is and tells me that all I need to do now is sign the book indicating my acceptance of that payment, and I am free. I am free from all debt. I am free from all penalty if I just sign that name, accepting what he has done on my behalf. But to refuse this payment is to continue under my death. It is to, re to reject the only hope of forgiveness I have. For Jesus is the only one who can forgive my sin. At the time of the crucifixion, there are many confusing perspectives about Jesus. The people of the day saw him as a king who would set them free from Roman oppression. Others saw him as a ticket to an easy life. He would heal their sickness and disease. The religious leaders saw him as a threat to their status quo. They, they hated him for pointing out their faults. They despised him for downplaying their traditions and revealing their hypocrisy. But in the story of Simon of Cyrene, however, we catch a glimpse of who Jesus really was. Simon declared him to be the God who heard. We read in Exodus chapter 2, verses 23 and 25, the following. 
During those many days, the king of Egypt died, and the people of Israel groaned because of their slavery and cried out to God for help. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God, and God heard their groaning. And God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God saw the people of Israel, and God knew. God heard. And so we have the story of the people of Israel in the bondage of, of Egypt, a picture of you and I in the bondage of sin, crying out in their misery, for God to rescue them. And then we have that word, that root word from which the name Simon comes. God heard their cry. God has heard. This is who Jesus is. The answer to our cry. He is the one who will bear the weight of our sin and shame. He is the one who will take our penalty. He is the one who will pay our debt in full. Our cross, our burden, our slavery has been handed over to him. He is our Savior. And if you have never accepted his work, may this be the day you do so. Hand over your sin and your shame to him. Sign on that dotted line, accepting what he has done for you and make it yours. And let him transform your life into his image. Mm -hmm. 